0: Thank you for tuning in to Lash Alliance Education. This is Morgan Hatfield, the owner and founder. I'm here to bring you the most updated free education in the lash industry. Remember, we are in this together, one client at a time. Hey everyone, I hope you all are doing great. I'm sorry I've been gone from the podcast for a little bit. But the reasoning for that is because our salon has been insanely busy. We have been booking new clients three weeks out, have a cancellation list every week. We've been turning away people, which I hate doing, but we just can't get people in. So the salon has been taking up a lot of my time. And then also, I have been growing our product line And most of you know that we do have products. You can shop those on our website. And I have basically been putting a lot of time into testing products. And one of the big goals for me is getting adhesive. Well, I'm really picky and I don't just go with anything and everything that I try. So sometimes I have to try a couple different, you know, adhesive distributors before I find one that I actually even like. And that is a big old process. One thing I had heard in the past was that, oh, starting your own product line, you know, finding the distributors is so easy and all that. And that part actually to me is not easy. I don't think it's easy. I'm really picky. I want quality. And there's so many boxes that I need to be checked off. And finding the products, it may be easy to find them, but like finding quality ones isn't always as easy. But that could be another podcast for another time. Today, I am talking about hiring staff and what the difference is between a 1099 and a W-2, okay? So with my podcast, you know, I really do love talking about like retention, how to get clients in the door, how to fire clients, all of that stuff over just like the general lash world. But I I do want to do some podcasts geared towards salon owners as well, because I know there is a lot of you that either want to own your own salon or you do have a plan, you know, to do that. And some of you may, whether that's, you know, a month from now or a year from now, whenever, it doesn't matter. I just want a podcast that also is geared towards owners and giving you tips and tricks just because I know when I first opened I didn't have any of that and it was really really hard and my first year was learning and I made so many mistakes so if I had all this information or I had someone like myself that could have helped me. It would have been so much easier for me. So if I can help you in any way, that's what I'm here for. Just a reminder that I do free um, phone mentoring. So this is something that I currently do um, take up on the offer. Like 100% I would if I was you because if you need, you know, I've been through it. I've had my salon for over three years. I've dealt with employees, independent contractors, booth renters, commission, I've never done, I don't have hourly, but I know a lot about it. So I can help you if any questions that you have. And if I can't help you, I can probably um, send some information of someone that can help you. So you are about to open your own salon or, you know, you're in the early stages, you're planning it down, all of that, writing things down, getting it all together. Well there's a difference between a 1099 and a W-2. And we hear a lot about this in the lash groups. And I, one thing I see in the lash groups all of the time is someone making a post saying, oh, I got offered, I don't, you know, 50% commission at this studio. Is this a good deal? Should I take it or not? And so many people are like, oh yeah, yeah, take it. Or no, no, that's not a good deal. Or this and that, whatever their opinion is. But one thing a lot of people don't ask on there is, well, are you a 1099 or are you a W-2? Because if you're a 1099, you have to pay all of your taxes. But if you're a W-2, those taxes are split and you're not having to pay as much in. So there's a difference, okay? And this is where, too, a lot of people get confused. So I have experience with 1099 and W-2. I used to have independent contractors, 1099s. My salon has changed and I'm going in a different direction than I used to when I first opened. Reminder, when I first opened, I just did what was easiest. You know, I didn't, I had to figure everything out within the first year, all of that. Things are a lot different now, three, over three years down the line. So I have W2 now, okay? So I have, so like I said, I have familiar with both of these. I've been through both of them. So 10.99, this is going to be for a salon owner that does not want much control. OK? Let me repeat that. You do not want much control. You want the girls to do their own thing. You don't want to have the headache of dealing with them and their clients, dealing with getting their products, their schedule, anything like that, OK? If you are going to have a 1099, you want no headache at all. You want them to deal with it. That is when you would put them as a 1099, which is an independent contractor. And this means that, here's a couple things. I have some notes because I'm a note person. I don't know about you, but I'm a note person. And if I do not have it written down, (laughs) I will be all over the place. So 1099, they can pick their own schedule slash make their own schedule. With this being said, that means that they can block off whatever they want. So that means they can take off whenever they want. So they can make their own schedule if they need off. They don't have to come ask you, they don't have to request it off, anything like that. Okay. They are making their own schedule, doing their own thing, all of that. They use their own product. Okay. They're gonna use their own product. They don't have to ask you, oh can I is it okay if I use this brand or this brand or this brand. Okay. So like I said, they're dealing with all this themselves they're going to manage their own books as well. Okay. So that means they're going to book someone here, book someone, they're going to, you know, manage their own booking and everything and their own schedule. So now we have a W-2. W-2, this means that they are an actual employee. They are not self-employed. They, you're the employer and they are the employee. As the employer, you set their schedule. Um, you know, and that's however you want to, you know, you normally you could set shifts or wh- however you want to do it, um, set their schedule with them. You can have it where they request off. So that means they can't just go and block themselves off or take off whenever they want. No, like a typical job, they have to request off and it has to or find someone to cover their shift or whatever the case may be. Okay. Okay. Also, as a W two, you will supply the products, meaning you're going to have your own brand or that one brand that you really really like is going to be the brand that they're all using. You have control over the schedule and over the books. You have, that's what it kind of comes down to is control. Um, if you're going to have ten ninety nines, self employed. You need to make sure, because at the end of the day, it's your salon, it's your reputation. So if you are going to have um, independent contractors, you know, you're going to want to find individuals that can self-manage themselves and not everyone can do that. And that's not a good fit for everyone. They have to be very self-disciplined because they're creating their own schedule. They're able to block off and take off whenever they want to do this and that. So you need someone that is going to be very self-disciplined because they're not self-disciplined and they're canceling appointments last minute or rescheduling, things like that. Clients aren't going to be happy and it's going to come back on you because you are the salon owner. And you may think, oh no, it won't come back on you. Yes, it will. If someone is upset, if especially if they can't get a hold of that person, they're going to they're going to figure out, you know, the owner of that place um, or if there's a number to that studio, they're going to find the number and they're going to contact you and they're going to be upset and they're not going to care if that person is technically, you know, an independent contractor and self-employed because they're under your roof. If someone's mad, they're going to let everyone know. Okay, so that can affect, you know, you as well. So you definitely have to make sure if you are, ha- are going to have independent contractors that, you know, it's people that are responsible because they're managing their own schedule and that are self-disciplined and people that you can trust. So it really comes down to how much control you want and what you want. Do you want someone that you don't really have to manage very much and they're doing their own thing and you don't have to worry, less headache for you. Okay, then you now probably want a booth rental salon. Or no, does booth rent drive you crazy and you cannot handle someone using certain products or doing things a certain way or whatnot? Okay, then you probably are gonna want employees where you have control over No, this is how we do things, you know, because at the end of the day, it is your reputation. And it's a lot easier to control all of that when you have employees. You can tell them when to show up, when they're, you know, if they're allowed to take off, um, if if it's accepted, the request off of work, whatnot, things like that. So it really just kind of comes down to what you personally want. Now, me, myself, I am not as much of a fan as the 1099. I did it for a long time. And now my girls at my studio have always been amazing. But I wanted to change the direction of my studio. And I wanted to have actual employees. And so I personally like the W-2, the actual employees, um, instead of independent. I just like... I I guess I'm going to admit I'm a little bit of a control freak, (laughs) but I like us using certain products and which we have our own product line. So, um, kind of makes sense. And I just like things being done a certain way. So if you're an owner like that, you're definitely going to want to have employees because if you try to have independent contractors, it may drive you crazy. So I would recommend doing the employees, but if you are doing lashes still, and you're just focused on you and your clients, and you don't want to put any more energy or time into other lash artists, then having someone that's a booth rent is probably going to be a good option for you. So now I will say, Definitely make sure that you do your research because you don't want to misclassify someone. You don't want to have someone as a 1099 but then treat them as an employee um, because you can get in trouble with the IRS and everything like that. So definitely, you know, make sure that you have the girls in your studio classified correctly. With the 1099 as a reminder, they are going to pay all of their taxes as well. So if you are starting out and you can't afford to necessarily do that, that could be a good option because they're dealing with you know they're dealing with their taxes all by themselves. Um now with W2 You have to pay payroll taxes and I have an amazing payroll program that I use. So if you want to know what it is, feel free to message me at Lash Alliance Education on Instagram and I can tell you. And it does it all for me. But I believe it's like a 15% or something like that. And when they're self-employed, they pay all of it. And then when they're um, a W-2, you pay half and then um, they pay half. So it's like 7% or something um, or 7 point something. But Um, so you do have to, you know, you have to pay these taxes. Now, some salon owners say, oh, well, you'll make more money if they're a W-2. I don't necessarily agree with that because, yes, you would make more money, even though you're having to pay their taxes, you may make more money than being a W-2, even with paying their taxes. But that's if you're paying a very, very low rate. I believe in paying lash artists what they're worth, and um, I'm actually on a commission scale at my studio, and I have very high commissions, even though I still pay half of their taxes, they are, you know, W-2 employees. I still have very high commissions because I believe in paying lash artists what they are worth and I don't agree with paying minimum wage or just a couple dollars more than minimum wage when these girls have gone to school for you know anywhere from a year to two years and this is gonna be their lifetime career. So I personally pay a really high high commission, but I'm still making money. Of course I can make more if I dropped their commissions um, or their hourly rate, you know, if I dropped it, I could make more, but, um, you know, I don't do that. I still make money myself and they are making great money and, everyone's taken care of. So if you have any questions about 1099s or W-2s, feel free to message me and I can tell you a little bit more about it. But I kind of just wanted to break down the differences of W-2 and 1099 for those future salon owners or if you are about to open up a salon. And because I know it can be hard to find this information, but if you have any questions, feel free to let me know.